As many of you may know, I am a reviewer of games for everything board games, as another way to immerse myself in this great hobby. Corpus Cat came across my view and I was immediately intrigued. The box was a wooden coffin and that definitely caught my attention. When I received my copy, the box was held together with some 3D printed components. Now, I was even more fascinated by this game. My curiosity got the better of me and I reached out to Colby Lippincott, the producer and publisher of Corpse Cat. He came on the show and we talked about Corpse Cat and how he made the game by hand. We also talked about how much I enjoyed playing the game. And so now let's take a look at Corpse Cat. Let's take a look at the rule clarity for Corpse Cat. The rules are quite simple and the rule book does a great job explaining them. Time to explain to newcomers. I explained the game to my coworkers as I learned them myself. It took less than 10 minutes to read the rules and learn the game. Gameplay. Each player selects a cat. Each of the different cats are identical in every way but the name and the picture at the top of the card. The bottom part of the character cards are exactly the same. Deal each player a hand of four cards. Only three cards if you have more than eight players. The first player is the person who has had the most cats. I have had seven. Dodie, Phoenix, Evita, Carmela, Beatrix, CJ, and now Meow. Anyway, the first player rolls a single die. The card is consulted and the action listed is followed. This action could be to place a card from your hand onto an opponent or onto yourself. You could flip over the top card from the deck and place it on yourself or an opponent. Or take a card from an opponent's hand and play it against them. Or discard a card from your hand. Since there are six options and a standard E6 is being rolled, the odds are even for every action. The important thing to remember, though is no matter what happens, everybody must always maintain the hand amount of four. The purpose of the game is that all you are cats that have used up eight of their nine lives, and the object is to be the last cat still alive. There are multiple ways to kill off your feline friends. Three of the same type of blue cards. These blue cards are Don't Land on Its Feet, Owner Forgot to Set Out Food, Ate a Diseased Rat, or choked on a hairball. The other way to die from these blue cards is to have one of each. Now there are yellow cards and if you get two of the same yellow card you are eliminated. These are beat up by a younger cat, mauled by a dog, and my personal favorite cuddled by a toddler. Wouldn't be any fun if you couldn't immediately die on one card. So there is a instant death card that has a black border and they are crushed by a garage door hit by a car fell asleep in the dryer got into the antifreeze and chewed on a power cable this card is very reminiscent of the poor cat from christmas vacation there are red and orange cards that also help hinder your opponents in their quest to be the last one alive 
these typically will have an effect that somebody else gets to choose a number or you choose your own number or something very non-forgiving. When killed, flip over the cat character card. The one and two roll results change slightly, making them a little more powerful. And then the last cat alive is, well, they're the winner. Though now you have no more feline friends as you have watched them all perish. Replayability. Since the game utilizes a die, replayability is built into the game. Each game will feel the same, but will play differently. Each time we played at lunch, we played it multiple times. Lunchtime potential. Corpse Cat plays easily in under an hour. We played three times each time we played the game with the office, so yes, it is very playable at lunch and also very enjoyable. Components. Oddly, this is my favorite section this episode. I apologize if you've listened to the interview with Colby Lippincott, and if you haven't, go listen to it. Corpse Cat contains cards and dice. Instead of using a tuck box for the cards and having you supply your own standard D6 or making room in the box to hold one, Engineer Colby took it upon himself, with an idea from his wife, to design a wooden box in the shape of a coffin and then use his engineer brain to devise a way to hold the lid on with 3D printed components that were custom designed. The box holds together firmly. It holds the cards, again, custom made by hand by use of blue core cardstock, and laminated and cut out with a cricket. It also holds the two supplied dice. I like the touch of the second die. It allows for a slightly speedier game. All these components are well made, and I have no doubt they will hold up to the repeated play that I'm sure this game is going to see. Artwork. The 8-bit graphic design art works very well for this game. It keeps the tone lighthearted, even though the theme is quite morbid. It is done in a humorous way. It displays exactly what each card states, but without being graphic about it. At first, I thought the art looked like it just didn't render right when being printed, but after a few plays, the artwork really does start to work very well for Corpse Cat. Bang for the Buck Off the Lab Rat Games Etsy shop, Corpse Cat is $35 with free shipping. That may seem a bit steep, but you are paying for a game that is literally handmade. The box has a great shelf presence. It is a great conversation piece, and I have taken this game to work twice, and each time we've played it multiple times. I believe that you will get your money's worth from this game. Summary. I do not have any idea why a group of cats that have used eight of their lives are, one, hanging out together, and two, trying to knock each other off. The premise makes little to no sense, but honestly, this does not affect my enjoyment of the game at all. If anything, the absurd premise only heightens it. One of the best aspects of the game is the lack of player elimination, yet that leads to the game's biggest drawback. The limited yet that leads to the game's biggest drawback. The eliminated characters can kind of play a kingmaker. They can influence strongly who wins and loses the game. The game's complete lack of remorse makes it all the more fun to play. Very few cards in this game help a player out. There is one card, one, where a character who has died 
can steal the cat of another player and resume playing. Yet this has to come at the right time. This has only happened one time in my playing the game. However, I do look forward to seeing it more often as I plan to play this game many times in the future. Remember to leave a review and rate this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I will try to give you a shout out as I will read my favorites in the coming episodes. You can reach out to me at eatlunchandboardgame.com or potinbox.com slash eatlunchandboardgame. You can also always email me at eatlunchandboardgame at gmail.com. And remember, board games build bridges. When you're gaming, why not be comfy? Go over to supportplayer.org. Click on the cards, pieces, and dice to get some merch. These t-shirts are some of the most comfortable I have ever worn. That's supportplayer.org, and there's a link on eatlunchandboardgame.com.